If you are working on becoming more talented, healthy, reputable, innovative, vision-minded, engaged, or service-oriented, you are in the right place. Those words spell out Thrives, and this is the Thrives Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Jenkins, the Assistant Vice Chancellor for Leadership and Institutional Development at the University System of Georgia. In each episode, I will talk to a guest about how they are thriving in the USG. In addition to chatting with those in leadership positions around the system, this podcast will spotlight various working groups and departments to give you a broader view of the system. We will dive into what effective leadership looks like and sounds like and explore how each piece of the puzzle you hear fits into our USG. We are all the USG and our goal is that you continue to learn, develop and grow through these episodes. Welcome everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Thrives Podcast. Today, I am talking with a newfound friend and colleague, the Deputy Chief of Staff to the President of the University of Georgia, Dr. Alton Standifer. And I'll go ahead and tell you, he's still riding high off that national championship. So I'm going to go ahead and just steal his thunder on that. Um, and tell you that he's uh, he's still celebrating those two championships back to back. So Alton has been with the University of Georgia since 2014. And I'm going to tell you, I've not seen him where he's not wearing red and black. So that shows his his uh, dedication to his institution. Little bit about Alton. He joined the UGA Office of the President as assistant to the president in July of 2019 and then became Deputy Chief of Staff in January of 2022. So I'm sure we'll talk about the kind of that time. Um, that was, of course, smack in the middle of the pandemic and all of the challenges that he worked through. So now his work focuses primarily on community engagement, student affairs, and diversity relations. So you can see he's got a wide a uh, swath of a portfolio there. He serves as the liaison to the staff council, retirees association, board of visitors, and SGA. So again, the gamut, runs the gamut there. Um, and he also represents the president's office in planning of uh, many of the annual events that happen on campus, such as the Holmes Hunter Lecture Series, the Mary Francis Early Lecture, Staff Appreciation Day, and the presentation of the President's Medal during Founders Day. He also oversees awarding of grants, which I think is, is really cool and probably very rewarding through the President's Venture Fund, and he serves as the point of contact for inquiries and day-to-day -day management of the President's office. He's the primary liaison with the University's Development and Alumni Relations Team, Good grief. Talk about a job description, I'm sure, and other duties as a sign. So hello, Alton. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Wendy. You have uh, given me a great reminder that I need to get a much shorter bio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always awkward when somebody's reading your bio. You're like, what do I do with my hands? Do I look, where do I look? So I know, I know it's like, but you know, um, all that is just too cool. I don't, I don't want you to cut anything out. Um, because I think it's going to all really connect in 
with our conversation today. I've really been looking forward to this. So we're going to jump right in and I'm going to say, I'm going to go back to that bio. What, tell me a little bit about the work you do that maybe isn't captured in those words I just said. Yeah, you know, I think a big part of uh, how I look at my role and, and the work that I do is uh, really being an, an advisor, supporter, counsel uh, to the president. Um, we are uh, extremely, uh, extremely blessed here at UGA to have uh, President Moorhead, um, who is one of the, the nation's uh, well-known leaders in in higher education. Uh, and so being able to uh, really assist him, serve as a member of his, as a member of his team uh, in helping him fulfill the institution's mission, uh, not only to our students, but also uh, the citizens of our state, um, our faculty, our staff, the alumni um, that that make up that make up this institution. You know, the University of Georgia as a as a land grant, we, we've got a lot of responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and teaching, research, and service encapsulates uh, what uh, what we're here to do. Um, and, and it's a lot that goes into that. So I get to work with uh, what I call the people pieces of that mission: the faculty, staff, and students, uh, helping be a liaison to the president for for those populations. So um, it is working with um, working with the Student Government Association. We met with about two weeks ago. Uh, they're going. They're about to go through executive leadership transition. Uh, work being a liaison uh, for them and what they're what they try to get accomplished. Um, my own experience as a as a two time SGA president back in the day sometimes comes in handy with them as I try to let them know, you know, you you create these big platforms. And then the year just goes by so fast and you never have enough time to do all the things that uh, that that you said you that you said you wanted to do. Um, But working with them is fun. Staff, you know, get to do our staff appreciation day. We're working on some cool things with it right now as well. And then also talking um, and and liaising with our our faculty Mm -hmm. uh, as well. And so those three populations are always so, so fun to to get to engage with. I think one of my biggest passions, um, though, is the community engagement part of my job, uh, which working at a land-grant institution, we have a responsibility to our our state, to our communities, Mm. uh, to take the resources of the University of Georgia uh, Mm -hmm. and make our state and communities across our state better. And so, that is it has become one of my really big passions. It is uh, it really fueled my research in uh, in my PhD program. Yeah, I study uh, town gown relations um, oh, nice. administration program here, and so I really enjoy that area. Uh, that area of our work, that area of our institution, um, and, and so getting to work with both our local community here in Athens. As well as partners across the across the state has been uh, has been really cool and you know every now and then we get to uh, we get to do some some really fun things in our job like you know go to Indianapolis or L A and uh, mm-hmm. attend some 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 pretty cool sporting events mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so yeah it's a, it's a pretty it's a cool gig. 
That's awesome. And, and and as you were talking, that's what I was thinking is the spotlight because of the athletics, of course, has been on UGA. So from a from an athletic standpoint, I mean the 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 nation, all eyes are on UGA football, but that sense of responsibility, even beyond just the football field, of being land grant, of being, you know, all of that that you just talked about with faculty, staff, with teaching and service and and research. So tell me a little bit about what you've learned with all that, this responsibility that you feel. What have you learned about leadership? Yeah, I think most recently what is what is stuck with uh, what is stuck with me uh, about leadership specifically related to the responsibility of, you know, large public land grant research institutions. You know, I've gotten the the opportunity to engage with, meet some uh, amazing higher ed leaders, you know, from presidents of other institutions to chancellors and leaders here in our, here in our system. Uh, and I think I keep going back to something that one of our vice presidents said early in my time here at UGA. And he said, one of the hardest things to do is to keep the main thing, the main thing. Um, and, and that is kind of how I, uh, y- you know, one of the things I think as leaders, uh, in this time, we, we we can struggle with, you know, there's uh, so much noise all around, things coming, uh, coming at us um, very quickly, consistently, um, mm-hmm. finding a way to stay locked into mm-hmm. that, that tripartite mission of uh, teaching and research and service. And, you know, we, there are a lot of other pieces that we, uh, that we have to engage in uh, while doing that. We've got to, uh, we've got to keep um, we, we've got to keep the cost of higher education, um, you, you know, keep it low mm-hmm. for populations. We've got to go out into the state and find uh, the communities of people who are not experiencing um, uh, who, who are not experiencing access to mm-hmm. uh, to our higher ed, uh, to our higher ed institution, making sure that we are uh, we're touching every part uh, of our state that is, you know, uh, growing in diversity each and every each and every day, uh, but I think the important thing is that our work in all of those areas is driven by uh, our teaching, our mm-hmm. uh, providing a quality education to the students that we uh, that 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 we that we recruit and that attend the institution, um, that that we equip them uh, with opportunities to go and not only learn knowledge uh, but to create new knowledge through. Mm-hmm the research that we do, and then uh, also making sure that that research turns turns around uh, and benefits the state of Georgia, who's made uh, such a great investment in, uh, in this institution. So that's the, like I said, I think that's one of the mm-hmm. big, it's one of the challenging things about, uh, y- you know, about leadership. We, we can get lost in the, you know, okay, how are we going back to back to back? Or, you know, how can we climb U.S. news uh, even higher. How how can we expand, um, you, you know, expand our, our and grow the quality of our incoming class? But except all of those things happen, we got to stay focused on mm-hmm. on that mission um, that of what we're supposed to be doing uh, and who we're supposed to be doing it for. 
Yeah, I mean, keeping the main thing the main thing, that just really resonated with me because we can so often hear the noise and be like overwhelmed by it, you know, and and it could be good noise, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it doesn't have to always be, you know, negative. It could be all the the good things outside of the mission that's, that's going on, but really making sure we're staying laser focused. And I'm curious because your bio had that shift um, where you joined the, um, the president's office in 2019 and then had your new title in 2022. Again, in, in the midst of that is this pandemic that talk about some noise, Alton. Um, you know, I think that's been the, the, noisiest time in terms of our mission. What did you learn in that period? Yeah, I think that was one of the times of really doubling down on that, keeping the main thing, the main thing Mm -hmm. uh, piece, you know, for, for leaders uh, during that time, I remember watching and, you know, really observing what was going on with uh, the health pandemic and race relations across, Mm -hmm. across the country. And, you know, being a, you know, one of the few black men, minorities, period, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at, at, at my institution and leadership, who is seeing the uh, the commitment, the thoughtfulness and the challenge of making decisions. Um, it, it was really it was really hard. Mm-hmm. I understood why a lot of leaders stepped away from higher education. Um, it really. I mean, it was hard to do anything right. Um, mm. Quite frankly, I felt like as leaders, anything you uh, anything you did was subject to significant uh, significant criticism. Mm-hmm. And, and so, I think that was a uh, that was a, a real uh, a real time of just uh, some 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 soul searching and really deciding uh, my, myself. You know, is this really the the space to uh, to continue in mm-hmm. and so um you know i think i, I learned that uh, leadership is hard mm-hmm. uh, leader leadership is hard a lot of people uh, a lot of people see you know see leaders specifically in higher education at you know the 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 fun things the food fun festival uh type leaders who are uh, there shaking hands, taking uh, taking pictures. Uh, th- this this time was a clear uh, designation of leaders have to make tough decisions. Mm-hmm. Leaders are often going to be in a uh, in a position where um, their decisions, whether uh, right or wrong, are going to be criticized. Um, there are going to be lots of people who tell you what the results mm. are, are going to be. Um, and the, the kind of, I won't say disheartening uh, part of it, but one of the, just the realities of it is none of those people are going to come back um, and, and say, hey, I was wrong. Um, if you make a hard decision uh, that that ended up being the right, mm-hmm. um, but but that is a uh, that's a burden that, that that you have to bear as a leader, and I think that is um, you know one of the big one of the big lessons of taking away that uh, le- le- leadership is hard and, and carrying it. Uh, it's a title that I think um, a, a lot of people uh, really don't realize the weight of. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
remember being a uh, be, being an orientation uh, director and really talking to uh, those student leaders about uh, how you know heavy is the head that wears the crown. A lot of hundreds of people on campus uh, they want to be orientation leaders. They they look at it as this cool opportunity to be in front of all the incoming families and students, but there's significant responsibility mm-hmm. that comes with that title. And, and I think that was uh, broadly on display mm-hmm. during COVID. One of the, one of the lessons that was, uh, that was clear really stuck out during that time. Mm-hmm. And you're right, Alton. I mean, looking back now, it wasn't just COVID, but the 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 racial injustice that we were going through and and still are the um the political divide you know that it was kind of it was just this truly perfect storm that will go down in history of a couple of years of all of that i mean when I, I think forward when when people look back and study this time wow yeah <laughs> so so much to study and to look at and as leaders we are charged with making the right decision and i love what you you use the word thoughtfulness and i think you're spot on because my next question was going was going to be kind of what are the biggest challenges and i think you nailed it already in the sense that so many people get into a leadership position and then they have to make decisions that are scrutinized Mm -hmm. severely Mm -hmm. And they don't get it till they're in the position. You know what I mean? They they don't understand it. Yeah, you know, I think of being a, I think of being a, a new staff member on a uh, on a campus and not having all the information um, uh, that I do now in, in this position and and thinking about how I could look at certain situations and be. Uh, you know, of the mindset of, oh, why, why wouldn't they just do X? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. But but not recognizing how, uh, how complex so many seemingly simple decisions are. Um, and, and, and some people would look at that and say, you know, in the, uh, in in the words of Lauren Hill, that it could all be so simple, um, but it's not. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not. And so, you know, you you threw out a, a new part that I think is a really huge challenge for leaders uh, today, Wendy, and, and that is political polarization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is one of the the things that I think exhausts um, so many leaders in thinking mm-hmm. of uh, how. So many non-political decisions or things have political implications, mm-hmm. um, and, and what that means for uh, for your campuses. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, what what does that mean for in the context of of, of some of my research? Your relationships with uh, your your local communities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, leaders in higher ed they're managing so many different relationships. Uh, even outside of just the institutions themselves where uh, they're managing, you know, the executive leadership, the faculties, the staff, the students, alumni, um, then you're managing their their local impact on uh, on the community and what the uh, what the institutions, uh, you know, role or impact in in those local relations are state, uh, state and federal mm-hmm. 
implications mm-hmm. as well. And that's before you even talk about the uh, the, the beast that is collegiate athletics um, and how mm-hmm. it is now growing in um, mm. you know, growing in the in the political uh, space of having you know some some issues and challenges that may require uh, political political action um, to to save kind of that uh, the you know that that area uh, as we have known it for mm-hmm. uh, for so long. So so it's so true. I think that polarization is just uh, it, it is so challenging, and, and it makes it uh, it makes it really tough for um, those the, those people who are uh, who who are in the middle, um, who who I often try to encourage uh, leaders to to talk to. You know, to, if you can. Um, you know, speak to uh, if you can speak to that that moderate middle that that group mm. in the middle who can objectively see and understand the merits of both sides of your uh, of your of your argument. Again, you're going to still uh, you, you'll often still get some criticism from mm-hmm. uh, for, for, from both sides, but I, mm-hmm. I, the um, you, you know I think speaking in uh, you know, speaking inwardly to that uh, to to that group is really one of the uh, one of the things that you know senior leaders specifically mm-hmm. uh, to do because you're representing such a uh, su- such a diverse group of mm-hmm. individuals on your on your campuses with you know, diversity of thought, diversity of experiences, diversity of backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I tell people uh, all the time my um, my experience uh, growing up in in small town uh, small town Georgia uh, informs uh, the the way I I look at uh, decisions and and mm-hmm. life and leadership uh, very differently from uh, you know a colleague of mine that may have grown up in I don't know met- metro sure yeah know, in a large metropolitan. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those past experiences uh, make up how we think, how we how we act, how we behave. Um, I think, you know, yeah, you're spot on with that. And and understanding those differences and being willing to work through them as opposed to it seeing like us versus each other. You know, it's really us versus the problem that we're working on. And, you know, as you were talking about leaders being critiqued so severely and and having to really think about the nuances of everything you do and how it's exhausting. I saw something the other day. So I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl. Um, uh, And so, you know, halftime show, Rihanna, I think I've learned that that's how she pronounces her name. Rihanna did a halftime show. And then there was some, of course, feedback on Twitter and people were saying something like, oh, I'm going to give that a C minus. And somebody, somebody I talked to, somebody on social media said, all right, if you're going to give that a C minus, I'm going to give you a year to put together an A plus show. And I want you to go out there and do an A plus show. And we're all going to critique, we're all going to grade you, you know, like, and I use that pop culture reference to say, that's kind of what I was thinking about is like, I want you to sit in these, sit in the seat and make a nuanced complex decision with all of those things you just mentioned, Alton, and then throw in college football and, and all of that. I mean, all of the, and not, we're focusing on that, but 
oh, there's so many things. Yeah. And I want you to do it at an A plus level. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's Sunday morning quarterback. I mean, uh, Monday morning quarterback. That is the uh, that's the job I want in retirement. I mean, <laughs> it is. It's easy to look at uh, look at look and call plays and say what what should have been uh, say what what should have been done. But that's back to the uh, the weight of of leadership is mm-hmm. that. You know, when you do make the the tough gutsy call on four, fourth and one, um, and you and you get it, you, you know, no one's coming back to uh, no, no one's coming back to, to say, hey, I'm sorry for criticizing you. When exactly. You, you know, when you sent yep. the, when you sent the team, yeah, uh, when you sent the team back out there, and so uh, it, it is. It's one of those things that I I really think about and uh, and, and just say that if we can. Uh, criticize less and work together, you know, work together more. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll be in a, a, a much better, a much better place. You know, yep. I, I often uh, tell the story of, you know, I mentioned being from a small town, Georgia, uh, Monticello, Jasper County is, is home for me. Uh, love that place. But I, I, I grew up and my uncle was the mayor, um, uh, mayor of our small town. Oh, wow. But he was about two mayors after um, incredible uh, woman named Susan Holmes, um, who is the mother of current regent Sam Holmes. Um, but but her and and her husband they served in uh, the state legislature um, strong uh, public servants for for the state and I just remember the two of them having very different um, very different you know political ideologies mm-hmm. however often saw you know them working you know working together communicating. Uh, very well, very respect, uh, respectfully. Um, you know, the Holmes family was uh, one of my strong. I mean, that couple um, just plays such a significant, uh, significant role in me deciding to to go and attend college uh, in, in Statesboro. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I think that type of uh, that type of leadership, where Listen, Miss Susan didn't always believe that this young, uh, this young <laughs> snapper, um, uh, he knew what he what he was doing, what he was talking about, and she was right. She was a great mentor uh, for you know for him as a as a young mayor. But the fact that she, you know, still cared enough to mentor someone who had different views. I think that's that's a big part of a big part of what makes leadership uh, hard is much harder to work with and coach someone than it is to criticize. Um, Absolutely. Kirby's job on the football field is way harder than those of us who are saying who should and should not be uh, should and should not be quarterback. And so that's the again, that's the, the thing about leadership. Uh, it's hard. It's it's always choosing the road less traveled. Miss uh, Susan and, and her husband, Mr. Paul, they they always gave me great examples of that kind of leadership. That's awesome. And and there's so much in that about followership, right? About being a good follower of of finding those mentors, of of taking advantage of opportunities, which I'm going to get to in just a second. But 
of not being the follower that criticizes, but instead being the follower that's curious. You know, like let's let's go back to, you know, Kirby on fourth and one. Huh. I wonder what it took to make that decision as opposed to critiquing it, thinking like, I wonder what are all the all of the aspects he had to think about in that amount of time. Mm-hmm. You know, so really being more curious as a follower than critical as a follower, I think could be something we could really we could take that and run with it. But yeah. What I'm interested in, though, is you have done, I didn't read your whole bio now, um, and and just recently you were added to the 40 under 40 young alumni list. Um, I know that you just completed Leadership Georgia. You're in the middle of Executive Leadership Institute with the university system. So let's get practical for just a second here, Alton. How do you take all of these opportunities that you're, you, you have chosen to be a part of or been possibly even voluntold, maybe in some situations, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, how do you take it and really apply it to your work uh, as a leader? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think the curious term is a, is a good one uh, to use. You know, I I think about it as, you know, there, there have been also terms of use of lifelong learner and, uh, you know, being a lifelong learner, I, I like to call it of never being too strong of a mentor, um, that, that you can't be a mentee. Um, and, and that's one of the, the things that I think I uh, really lean into. I, any leader, um, you know, any leader that I that I can be in front of and uh, and gain some wisdom experience from, uh, I, I really want to do so. Uh, and so I think that has been a, a big part of a big part of what each leadership uh, experience i've I've been able to go through has uh, has taught me. you know, leadership Georgia bringing together wide cross-section of leaders from uh, from from across the state with so much a varied experience, um, most of it outside of higher education, um, a, a ton of it outside of public service, period. Um, and, and so being able to listen and learn uh, from some of these uh, from, from some of these individuals uh, that are not just leading in their careers, but I think I'm I'm kind of hitting that that place where uh, also getting some some leadership lessons about uh, about life is uh, is important. You know, mm-hmm. talking with um, great husbands and fathers and uh, grandfathers about uh, about being a leader uh, for their family, <clears throat> being a leader in their communities. I mean, those are things that every time you feel like you've gotten one area uh, of your life where, you know, you're I'm, I'm effectively I feel like I'm effectively managing. I've got my arms wrapped around this. I feel like I'm exposed to another area where I'm not quite. I don't have the expertise that I would like. And so who are the people that I can, you know, talk to, that I can talk to in that space? Um, who are the people in uh, leadership programs, you know, that I can that I can talk to? One of the things going through ELI right now um, for, for all of the, uh, the ELI alumni uh, who, who, who are out there and listening, um, you know, I think about my go statement and as much as it is about the, the work that I do uh, here here in the office, 
it's also heavily related uh, to my personal life. It is, you know, I I, I want to be I, I want to be uh, better at discipline and not be held in place by comfort. And so uh, I need to be more disciplined at, at hitting the ground at five thirty in the morning and not be held in bed by the comfort of my bed. Um, be more disciplined at going to hop on the Peloton. Um, and, and so. Uh, you know, those are those are some of the areas where, again, leadership program, leadership development is something that that we can just apply to so many different areas, uh, so many different areas of our life. And, and I really try to take all of those experiences and just see kind of what what am I supposed to uh, supposed to be learning from this experience at this given time? That's awesome. So, so stay curious. You can mentor, but also be a mentee. And I love it. Like surround yourself. Like who's that? Who's, who's your board of directors, right? You know what I mean? Like who in your personal life are you drawing from? Are you watching? Are you getting, uh, you know, learning from, but also, you know, really thinking about this idea that, you know, not what are we not? What are we being held in place by? And of course, that's that ghost statement. And if anybody out there is like, "What in the world?" You got to you got to be a part of Eli, right? <laughs> um, but but really thinking about you as a holistic leader, that you're not just who you are in the office, but you're also all these other things. You know, all these other um, aspects of being a holistic person. So. Man, that was a good answer. Um, and so many. And again, I'm I'm holding myself back, Elton. Here's the thing: we try to keep our podcasts, you know, under an hour between the thirty out thirty forty five mark. But so I'm really kind of. You may have to come back for a part two. Okay, you okay. may have to come back. So, as I say that, we're gonna wrap up with this last question that I am really curious about because this 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 show is called Thrives. All right. I need to know something that's helping you thrive right now. I don't know if it's the Peloton. Um, it may, you know, you you may say it's the football sort of thing. I don't know, but tell me what is helping you thrive. <laughs> um, you know, a few a few things. I okay. will say, you know, college football yep. has been pretty uh, pretty good to me. Pretty good to me this year. Uh, the dogs are doing well, but um, cannot. Uh, cannot let you know let it go by without mentioning my first love uh, the Georgia Southern Eagles coach Clay Hilton is really uh, is really giving us something to be excited about uh, down down in Statesboro so so that's also uh, that's also really good Um, you know it's the beginning of the year so Apple Music has given me my year in review okay from uh, from 2022, and so you know it has been really interesting seeing some of the top songs that I listened okay. to uh, last year. Uh, everything from uh, Little Baby to uh, Friends in Low Places, <laughs> um, and, and and even Elevation Elevation Worship and Kurt Franklin. I mean, this this playlist has run uh, the gamut. I, um, I, I think it speaks to uh, speaks to my my uh, my personality. It can go from Fantastic. any moment to being real sophisticated, mm-hmm, real, mm-hmm. real ratchet at any given uh, at any given second. Um, 
the big thing I think though, especially as we're you know on the heels of President's Day, I am reading a team of five, uh, which okay. is about the five living uh, presidents. Uh, it's a book on uh, that that really just talks about all of them in their life, and it's been uh, it's been good. Another okay. book on leaders, uh, leadership, how to you know I'm I'm right now timely reading the section on Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Uh, and how to um, h- how to still be a good leader after some defeat, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think again, very a very humbling uh, a, a very humbling piece of piece of work, um, and, and I think it's just been really meaningful hearing and reading about uh, reading about him in this book and uh, how he you know still was George's favorite son in, uh, in, in both victory, uh, in both victory and defeat as we, we hear the the news of the health challenges that he's dealing with. So yeah. those things are really helping me, uh, helping me thrive right now. All right. So a little bit of college football and we're going to keep it PG, but is it gotta, gotta, G, what do y'all, what does Georgia Southern say? It, we want- I, Got it. Okay. All right. Get so with academics. There you go. Get after that. Yes. There you go. Um, so college football and and kind of still riding the high that you know we're in that that time of the year where it seems like August will never come, but it'll be here before we know it. So college football and then your that love the playlist, love the diversity. I mean, there's just nothing better than, you know, you just don't know what to expect is your next song and, and, you know, having that wide range. And then this book that man, talk about timely that we just heard the news about, um, about Jimmy Carter. And so we're going, we'll, we'll make sure to put that in some show notes so people can, can grab it off of their, from their favorite local bookstore is what I like to say, or, um, you know, wherever they choose. So Alton, this has been this has been fun. Again, I think we're going to have to have a, a part two at some point. So maybe we can even do it in person Ooh. on campus. Okay. Maybe I don't know. You can you know maybe at a at a field somewhere or some yeah. a stadium somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We, listen, we can. I think I may know where one or two of those. Yeah. Are. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I want the tour. Um, and, and my husband also would like to join. I'm just going to uh, go ahead and put a shout out to that. So, uh, uh, but truly this has been so great. I mean, the, it's been fun, but also just enlightening. Um, you've given us just a whole lot to think about in terms of leadership. Um, and I just appreciate you sharing your time, but also sharing your experience, um, and giving us a little bit of insight into who you are and your role. Um, I love that you are, I call myself a product of the system because my degrees are all from USG. So I feel like, you know, we're in, we're kindred spirits in that way, Alton. So thank you so much. And listeners, thank you for, for listening and for downloading. Um, and we will be back very soon with another episode of the Thrives Podcast. Until then, keep thriving. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thrives Podcast. We hope you have learned something new and had a little fun at the same time. If you have suggestions for a person to interview or a topic you want to hear more about, please email us at usothrives at usg.edu. Episodes will be available whenever you are ready to listen. And until next time, keep thriving.